Thank you for viewing YSI's webinar on wastewater process monitoring and control. We hope that everyone finds this information useful. Here at YSI, we are really excited about having the new ability of providing a solution for wastewater process monitoring and control. YSI has been developing and manufacturing instrumentation for wastewater treatment and plants for over 40 years, helping with BOD tests, aeration basin checks, and water quality sampling and monitoring of receiving waters. Now we are looking forward to helping you improve efficiency and lower energy use with our online process monitoring instrumentation, backed by our industry-known tech support and customer service. We do have a lot to cover in this hour, so let's get started. Here is an outline of today's presentation. First, we will review the IQ SensorNet product line and point out some key features of the equipment, which can help lower maintenance costs and equipment headaches. Next, we will review the sensors that are currently available. I say currently available because the IQ SensorNet is always expanding with new offerings and all newly developed sensors are compatible with existing networks. Therefore, you never have to worry about missing an opportunity when a new, when a new technology becomes available in the future. Last, I'll point out some locations within a wastewater plant where the IQ SensorNet can give you insight into your process and help establish good process controls and help you make process improvements. There should be some time for questions at the end of the presentation. Feel free to type in questions as they come to you by using the side panel of GoToWebinar's application window. If we run out of time and I can't get to all the questions, we will follow up with you directly after the webinar. I would like to point out that the IQ SensorNet system is highly configurable to meet the needs of a wide variety of applications. Since I only have about 45 minutes of your time today, I won't be able to cover every single configuration possible. If you would like more information about this product line, feel free to notate this on your exit survey. We would be happy to follow up with you directly on how the IQ SensorNet can provide you a solution. To start off, here are two diagrams illustrating basic examples of an IQ SensorNet system. We have two different controllers available, the 182 and the 2020 XT. The diagram on the left shows a 182 controller. With a 182, you can connect between one and four sensors to each network. The diagram on the right shows a 2020 XT controller. With a 2020, you can connect between one and 20 sensors per network. The 2020 has several added features that are not available on the 182, such as data logging capability, a USB port, and Ethernet communication. Both controllers offer a wide variety of output signals, which we will review. A great feature of the IQ SensorNet is that not all sensors and measuring points need to be defined up front. The IQ system allows you to easily expand your network by adding more sensors and more monitoring locations as needed. This flexibility allows your monitoring network to adapt to your needs as your, as your operation changes and expands. Additionally, if you need more than 20 sensors, simply add another, net, add another network. One of our customers in the U.S., for example, has a 50-sensor monitoring network spread over three different IQ sensor nets all at one plant. This next slide shows the four basic components of an IQ sensor net system. First, we have the terminal controllers. These units function as the brains of the system, storing and executing all of the system settings. When you have two controllers in a network, the second redundant controller acts as a backup. 
if something happens to the first controller which causes it to go offline. The terminal controllers also provide a window into the network allowing you to view data, view settings, change the setup, perform a calibration, etc. The second component is the modules. The modules serve functional purposes such as communication and analog output signals, extra sensor connection, and can even act as a controller. We will review the available modules in a moment. The other components are the cables and sensors. All of these components are interchangeable with simple plug-and-play connections, making the network highly configurable to your application and easily expandable. I'll show you some examples of what I mean by this in a few slides. As mentioned, if there is more than one controller in a network, the second acts as a backup and can be moved around for calibration and service purposes. Here is an example of an IQ SenseNet system with two 2020 terminals, one acting as a controller and the other acting as a backup controller. Here is a close-up of the 2020 terminal controller. The IQ SenseNet is designed for harsh working environments. The IQ 2020 XT terminal controller uses silicon buttons instead of a touchscreen, so it is easy to use with gloves and when wet. Their operating system is menu-driven, making it easy to learn and to use. There is a blue LED status light on the front, so you can tell from a distance if your system is functioning. When the light is steady, the system is in good shape. If the light is blinking, it means that one of the sensors or the system is in a status error message. Before we review the modules that are available, I wanted to show you how the modules are networked together in an IQ SenseNet system. The picture on the left shows how the modules can be stack mounted without cables. These two modules are networked together via a contact plate that is on all modules and is then held in place by two screws. This smart installation option avoids excess cable and provides a clean solution for networking. For applications that have sensors in multiple locations, our IQ network cables are, are used to provide power and communication as pictured on the right. Here is a list of the available modules. All modules are the same dimension for ease of installation and networking. First, we have several power supply options available. We also have modules that provide analog signals, such as milliamp outputs and relays. For communication, we offer Modbus for both the 182 and 2020 XT. Additionally, the 2020 offers RS-232 outputs for communication to a PC. The 2020 can also communicate via Ethernet. By using a USB to Ethernet adapter or the Ethernet-enabled module, you can communicate to your IQ sensor remotely. The 2020 Modbus and Ethernet modules also include internal barometers for automatic barometric pressure compensation for dissolved oxygen. Next, we have a magnetic valve module available for both the 2020 and 182. This controls air cleaning to a sensor when necessary. Next, we have a Bluetooth module for the 2020 and 182 for networking within an IQ SensorNet system. Here is an example of the Bluetooth modules. As you can see, if you have a remote sensor location that is within 100 meters, you can use a Bluetooth module to communicate between the sensor locations. This could really help with tricky installations like the one pictured here, or any installation where it is impossible to run network cable. Here is an image of the bottom of a communication model module with built-in USB and Ethernet functionality. 
The USB port allows you to quickly transfer data directly and update the system's firmware. The Ethernet port allows you to connect to a local area network for remote communication. This will allow you to remotely control your network, view data via the Internet, and communicate directly with PLCs that utilize Ethernet IP protocol. In addition to the modules with USB interface, the 2020 XT Terminal Controller also has a USB port. Just like with the modules, you can use this USB port to download stored data, backup calibration history, save configuration data, and upload new configurations to the system. Backing up your system configuration can allow you to alter your system settings freely, knowing you can always re revert back to the previous configuration. The USB port also allows you to run firmware upgrades to the controller, modules, and sensors. The USB port on the 2020 terminal controller can also act as an electronic key, locking access to the system settings unless a specific USB stick is installed in the instrument. You can also connect and communicate remotely to an IQ SensorNet system via the USB port on the terminal controller by using an adapter. Unlike the Ethernet USB module, this connection cannot be made waterproof and should be used indoors. Here is an example of using a USB to RS-232 adapter to connect to a GSM modem for remote communication. And here is an example of the USB port on a 2020 terminal controller connected to a USB LAN converter to connect to a local network. All of these options, all of these options are for remote communication to the IQ SensorNet system. Here are some more modules that are available. We have analog input modules if you would like to network third-party sensors such as flow or level that have analog outputs into the system. We have junction boxes to extend the network and add sensors. We also have controller modules available for the 2020 XT network. They include a barometer for barometric pressure compensation for DO, USB and Ethernet functionality, and can serve and can serve as the primary controller for your network. So your 2020 XT can be the mobile terminal and programmed as the backup controller. The module design and flexibility of the IQ SensorNet system allows you to change the functions of your monitoring network without having to get an entirely new system. If you need a different signal later, just purchase that module and pop it in your system. Right now, I'd like to talk a little bit about the IQ SensorNet cables. All cables come with a one-year warranty. The sensor cables are universal and will connect to any IQ sensor. Once the sensor is plugged into the network, it is automatically recognized it is truly plug-and-play. The rugged network cable provides power and communication with integrated lightning protection. Here is an example of a typical Modbus installation. Notice that there are two different cables running to each tank, one for Modbus communication and one for power. Compare that to this diagram of an IQ SensorNet system. With the IQ SensorNet, you only need one cable between the tanks. Additionally, you only need one output module located with the controller, as opposed to analog output modules at each location. Here's another example of an IQ SensorNet system. Notice the controller doesn't need to be at the end of the network. For wiring different locations, the network wiring is simple. 
The rugged network cable is a simple three-wire connection, making it easy and safe to network. I know I have mentioned the warranty on the cables. Now I'd like to quickly mention that the modules and controllers all come with a standard three-year warranty, and the probes have a two-year warranty, which protects your investment. Now let's discuss the sensors that are available for the IQ SensorNet. All of the sensors I'm going to discuss can be used on either a 182 or 2020 XT. They are all digital smart sensors that are automatically recognized by the system when installed. First, let's discuss the FDO Optical DO Probe. FDO stands for Fluorescent Dissolved Oxygen. It measures dissolved oxygen like most other optical sensors by measuring the lifetime of the fluorescence of a certain dye in the presence of oxygen. Like other optical DO sensors, the FDO does not require flow for accurate measurements and is not affected by other dissolved gases like hydrogen sulfide. What makes the FDO sensor different is that it uses a super stable green light. This soft excitation light is very gentle on the sensor cap, minimizing the aging process. This results in a two-year factory warranty on the membrane. Another unique feature of the FDO probe is the intelligent sensor cap design. Each sensor cap is calibrated at the factory and its calibration constants are stored in an embedded microchip. When a new cap is installed on the probe, the calibration constants are automatically sent to the probe. The probe, with its new cap, is ready to start measuring dissolved oxygen immediately. You don't even have to perform a new calibration. Additionally, due to how the optics are identically laid out inside the probe, you won't ever have to calibrate the FDO probe. How's that for lowering your maintenance requirements? No electrodes to clean, no regular membrane replacements, and no calibration. And In case you haven't heard, in May 2012, the EPA nationally approved the optical sensing method for compliance reporting. Now you can use the FDO and other YSI optical DO sensors for BODs and effluent permit reporting without applying to do so. Here at YSI, we are really excited about this new announcement. We also offer a traditional electrochemical dissolved oxygen sensor, the trioxmatic. The trioxmatic uses a long life membrane with an expected life of at least one year. It also has a self-diagnostic check that will alert you if the probe is in any sort of error state. The next two sensors I'd like to talk about are the V-Solid, which measures TSS, and the Visoturb, which measures, which measures turbidity. Both are optical sensors. The V-Solid is factory calibrated for two different types of sludge, either activated sludge or primary sludge. After selecting your monitoring location, you can perform a 1 to 8 point calibration for further accuracy. The VisoTurb is factory calibrated as well, but it does not require any additional calibration by the, by the user. The V-Solid and VisoTurb sensors have a unique ultrasonic cleaning feature. The ultra-clean system keeps the optical window clean without the setbacks of traditional cleaning, cleaning mechanisms. Let's watch this video as the sensor is powered up. The ultra-clean system continuously cleans the optic window without any mechanical moving parts, leaving a measuring window without any smearing or scratching effects, as you can see from the video. Additionally, since there are no moving parts, 
There isn't any regular service or replacement parts needed. The UltraClean system is very effective at, remo at removing all types of fouling, dirt, biofilms, etc. It can even help avoid lime precipitation. Here are two sensors from a side-by-side -side trial. Both were deployed for 30 days, the one on the left without the UltraClean and the one on the right with the UltraClean. As you can see, the UltraClean system kept the sensor clean for 30 days, resulting in better data for better decision making. Next, we are going to talk about the UV-Vis sensor. The UV-Vis is a spectrophotometer that is extremely rugged and corrosion resistant, making it suitable for harsh applications. The UV-Vis can measure TSS, nitrate, COD, BOD, TOC, dissolved organic carbon, and the spectral absorption coefficient. The UV-Vis measures the sample's absorption of light across a broad spectrum of light from ultraviolet to visible light. This is unique as most spectral sensors only measure at one wavelength. The UV-Vis scans 256 wavelengths compared to a single wavelength of some of the competitive sensors. This results in better correlation, better turbidity correction, and better compensation for a changing wastewater process. The spectral absorb absorbance in a wastewater treatment plant varies at each stage of the wastewater process. In addition, it varies from application to application, site to site, and season to season. The UV-Vis is programmed with algorithms based on correlation data that has been taken from several different sites, several different applications, and during several different times of the year. The sensor records the spectral absorption, compares it to the stored algorithms, and then calculates the concentration of the analyte. Like the FDO sensor, the UV-Vis also has an advanced optic design. It uses identical measurement and reference channels. They are identical in components, light intensity, amount of light, and optical path. This results in optical, optical components that age at the same rate, which results in highly accurate repeatable results, long-term stability, and automatic drift compensation so you don't have to re-zero the sensor. Additionally, the UV-Vis sensor auto-adjusts the amount of flashes it sends to the sample before every measurement. This results in fewer flashes for clearer water and lots of flashes for polluted water. This has several advantages. First, it never oversaturates a sample or sends too low of a light signal. This results in reliable data with a very low signal-to-noise ratio. This feature also helps minimize the requirement for regular maintenance and sensor checks. There are several options for calibrating the UV-Vis sensor. You can do a one or two point in-situ calibration with reference data. You can zero it in pure water, or you can check and verify the sensor in standard solution. The UV-Vis also utilizes the UltraClean system. Here is a video of it in action. Like the V-Solid and VisoTurb, the UV-Vis UltraClean system is integrated and continuously cleans the sensor. No chemicals are required, and there are no moving parts that need serviced or replaced. As you can see from the video, within several seconds, the white cloudy film is starting to leave the face of the optics, 
and within a few more seconds is completely cleared off the optical window, allowing for a clear and clean measurement pass. The UV Vis sensor is available with a 1 or 5 millimeter optic window. The 1 millimeter window is for higher concentrations of BOD, TOC, nitrate, and TSS. The 5 millimeter window is for lower concentrations. The sensors are designed for different areas within the wastewater process for highest accuracy. Here is some comparison data of the UV Vis sensor's nitrate measurements compared with grab samples analyzed in a lab. As you can see, the UV-Vis nitrate readings track very well with the lab results. Here are some comparison data of the UV-Vis sensor's COD measurements compared with grab samples analyzed in a lab. As you can see, the UV-Vis COD reading tracked very well with the lab results. YSI also offers an interface level sensor, the IFL. This sensor provides ultrasonic measurement of sludge level. The sensor is delivered to you factory calibrated. Simply set the immersion and tank depth and deploy your sensor. The interface level sensor has smart signal processing built in for reliable sludge level measurements. The built-in smart filter removes readings from passing debris. It also removes readings from rising and falling sludge layer due to passing rakes. Ignoring these false readings as opposed to averaging them out results in better data for better decisions. The interface level sensor can be ordered with or without a non-contact wiper. The wiper sits about one millimeter off the face of the sensor and sweeps back and forth to remove any air bubbles. YSI also offers several types of ISE nutrient sensors. The Varian can measure nitrate, ammonia, and one compensation nutrient. For highest accuracy, nitrate should be compensated for chloride, and ammonium should be compensated for potassium. If your chloride and potassium levels are stable, or if you take regular grab samples for these parameters, you can simply enter in a correction value as opposed to measuring and compensating in real time. The stainless steel electrodes are very rugged, and each electrode can be replaced easily and individually, lowering your required maintenance costs. The electrodes for the Varian, Amolite, and Neutralite probes are warranted for one year, but can last up to 18 months. Here is some comparison data of the Varian's ammonia measurement, compared with grab samples analyzed in a lab. As you can see, the Varian's ammonium reading track very well with the lab results. The Tetracon is the connectivity sensor for the IQ SensorNet system. The 4 electrode design is super stable and allows for a wide measurement range. The Tetracon is very rugged for harsh applications and its flat surface reduces fouling and is easily cleaned. The IQ SensorNet also has pH and ORP probes. These probes have integrated preamplifiers that strengthen the signal and digital signal processing so the data can be sent 100 meters back to a module or controller. The sensor light also have an internal sensor check notifying if something has gone wrong with the sensor. 
Now that we have reviewed the sensors, I'd like to mention some locations within the wastewater process where you can use some of these parameters to help you understand your process, implement optimal controls, and increase your plant's efficiency. At the inlet of your wastewater treatment plant, we recommend monitoring pH, TSS, and BOD. pH can be used to help understand what is coming into the plant and help detect toxicity or other illegal discharging or dumping into the plant. pH and temperature are generally required to be measured at the inlet as a condition of the NPDES or SPDS permit. Measuring TSS at the inlet can help you with process control of the activated sludge and solids processing. Measuring BOD at the inlet can help you understand how much BOD is removed, is coming into the plant. In addition, if compared with BOD values at the effluent, you can get a picture of how much BOD is being removed from your process as well. Here are some, pic some example pictures of the inlet. As you can see, level sensors are typically used here as well to understand and manage incoming flow. Third-party level sensors can be easily integrated into the IQ instrument. At the primary settling tank, we recommend measuring the sludge blanket level with the IFL sensor. The purpose for this is for managing the primary sludge pumping. Proper management of the sludge level can help reduce pumping costs and optimize the sludge density. The next step is activated sludge. We recommend measuring DO, ammonium, nitrate, and TSS in the activated sludge, depending on the facility. Dissolved oxygen can be measured in the aeration tank to help with process control in every facility in order to help maintain biological activity. Also, using DO to control aeration can help prevent over-aeration, which has high energy costs associated with it. Reducing energy waste can reduce operational costs and increase the efficiency of your operation. Ammonium and nitrate can be measured in the aeration tank for more precise aeration control and when nitrification, denitrification is utilized at the plant. TSS can be measured in the aeration basin for online monitoring of MLSS and RAS. This helps minimize the process, minimize, this helps optimize the process and control sludge age. Here are some examples of an oxidation ditch and denitrification tank. Sludge blanket level can be measured with the IFL sensor in the final settling tank. Measuring sludge level at this location can help optimize the sludge blanket level control and reduce pumping just like in the primary settling tank. Lastly, we recommend measuring TSS, DO, pH, BOD, ammonium, and nitrate in the effluent. These parameters are typically required by the permit. The DO and pH sensors are approved for compliance reporting. TSS, ammonium, and nitrate typically have to be measured by composite samplers for reporting. However, continuously monitoring these parameters can give you continuous real-time information about how these parameters are trending. This can help you detect problems before permit violations occur and allow you to make process adjustments quickly. BOD can also be used to help understand how much oxygen demand is being removed from the system and give you better control over your process. BOD can also help you determine the plant's mass balance. In summary, the goal of any wastewater treatment plant is permit compliance at the lowest cost. The IQ sensor net can help you meet this goal at every step of the process. 
If you are considering a new online monitoring and control, and control strategy, ask yourself these questions. What do I want to measure? Where do I want the sensor located? What type of communication signals and sensor outputs do I need? Based on the answers to those questions, we can help design a solution to meet your monitoring and control needs. In addition to the unique features of the IQ SensorNet, there are several other reasons to partner with YSI for your wastewater monitoring and control instrumentation. YSI has over 60 years of experience in developing and manufacturing analytical instruments. Our primary focus in the last 25 years has been on creating reliable, rugged tools designed for the water professional. YSI handheld instruments are trusted to provide accurate data in the harshest of environments, and our BOD probe and lab instrument can be found in most wastewater treatment plants in the U.S. In addition, if you do have questions about your application or one of our products, our expert technical support and service staff are available to assist you. That brings us to the end of today's presentation. I want to thank you for your attention. Please visit us at YSI.com where you can learn more about the IQ SensorNet and other instruments we have for wastewater treatment plants. There, you can register to win an IQ SensorNet and sign up to receive our free quarterly electronic newsletter. Thanks again and be sure to contact us if you have any questions.